Okay. So today we're reading, we're continuing to read from the Monster Stories book. We are reading in the Scales and Tales section. This is the seventh story in that section, and it is called The Laidly Worm. And Laidly Worm is what people in the north of England used to say. They mean, they mean serpent. Yeah, to mean a hideous serpent or a big scary snake or something awful like that. So this story was written by Flora Annie Steele. And I think the story itself is an older story, but I think her version of the story is what we're reading today. And I think there's probably more than more than just her version out there. Who but the, the woman who wrote this, Flora Annie Steele. So without any further ado, let's read it. It's read today by Mommy and... What's your name? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Which makes sense. Are you ready? I have blue webbing and I have... Spider-Man on these. Okay. So get the back of the Spider-Man. Yes. So let's, let's not talk about your underwear. Sit down, please. Here we go. In Bamborough Castle, there once lived a king who had two children. A son named Child Wind and a daughter who was called May Margaret. Their mother was dead. And the king mourned her long and faithfully. But after his son, Child Wind, went to seek his fortune, the king, hunting in the forest, came across a lady of such great beauty that he fell in love with her at once and determined to marry her. Now, Princess May Margaret said, nothing. Though she stood long at the castle walls looking out across the sea wishing for her dear brother's return for you see they had mothered each other. That's a way of saying they looked out for each other and they were like each other's best friend. Okay. Still no news came of child wind. So on the day when the old king was to bring the new queen home, May Margaret stood at the castle gate, ready to hand over the keys to her stepmother. As the bridal procession... Do you remember what procession means? No. It's kind of like a parade. It's a group of people walking in a row. A procession. As the procession approached... With all the lords in attendance, she looked so fair and so sweet that the lords whispered to one another of her beauty, saying she was the fairest lady in all the land. The new queen overheard this and stamped her foot and her face flushed with anger. Now, why do you suppose queen got so angry that people thought that her new daughter was beautiful. 
that doesn't make any sense. If someone told me my daughter was beautiful, I would say, yeah, thank you. All right. I'm related to her. Of course, I don't have a daughter, but that's beyond the point. The point is, that's right. The point is something in this queen is not right. Don't you think? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's see. That same night, the new queen, who was also a witch, ah, see, there it is, left her royal bed and returning to the lonely cave where she did her magic, cast Princess May Margaret under a spell with charms three times three and passes nine times nine. This was her spell. I turn you to a laidly worm, and such shall ye ever be, until Child Wind, the king's dear son, comes home across the sea. Until the world comes to an end, unspelled you'll never be, unless Child Wind of his own free will shall give you kisses what 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 just happened what just happened do you know she put a spell on her she put a spell on her daughter her stepdaughter to turn her into a big serpent and I think in this case, the serpent can be translated to be a dragon. So she's turned her daughter into a, her stepdaughter into a dragon. And the only way for her to not be a dragon is for her brother to come home and kiss her three times. Well, who is going to kiss a dragon? Would you kiss a dragon? Yes, only if it was a human who turned into a dragon. But how would you know? Because a dragon can't talk. We got a real problem here. I know that. I know. But okay. I could just get them three times. One half human. Mm-hmm. Two nearly half human. Mm-hmm. Three. Fully human. Fully yeah. Fully yeah. Well, I guess we could just see what happens. So it came to pass that Princess May Margaret went to her bed a maiden, full of grace, and rose next morning a laidly worm. When her maids came to dress her, they found a coiled up in her bed an awesome dragon which uncoiled itself and came towards them. When they ran away terrified, the laidly say awesome. Well, I think in this case, awesome doesn't mean good. Awesome means shocking and kind of bad. Okay? <laughs> An awesome dragon which uncoiled itself and came towards them. When they ran away terrified, the laidly worm crawled and crept and crept and crawled down to the sea. And there it curled itself around a stone and lay basking in the sun. Then, for seven miles east, and seven miles west, and seven miles north, and seven miles south, the whole countryside knew 
the hunger of a lately worm. It drove the awesome beast to leave its resting place at night and devour everything it came across. At last, a wise warlock told the people that if they wished to be rid of these horrors, they must take the milk of seven white cows every morning and every evening for the Laidly Worm to drink. This they did, and after that, the Laidly Worm travelled the countryside no longer but lay looking out at the sea with its terrible snout in the air. But the word of its doings had gone east and had gone west, and it had even gone over the sea and come to Child Wind's ears. So he called his men-at-arms together and said, We must sail to Bamburgh and kill this lady worm. Uh-oh. What's going to happen? They're going to kill the daughter. Oh dear. Then they built a ship without delay, laying the keel with wood from the rowan tree. So they made masts of rowan wood too and set forth. One morning the wicked queen, looking from the castle, saw the gallant ship in Bombero Bay and she sent all her witchwives and imps to raise a storm and sink the ship. But they came back unable to hurt it, for it was built of rowan wood, and witches have no power over that. Oh, that's a fun note to make. Rowan wood. Got it. Then the witch queen laid spells upon the laidly worm to attack the ship. Now the laidly worm had no choice but to obey. So three Times three did Child Wind attempt to land, and three times three the Laidly Worm kept the good ship from the shore. But he was not to be beaten. Child Wind rounded the next point to Bundley Sands. Bundley Sands, what a fun name. And there, jumping onto the water, he got safely to land and drawing his sword rushed up to fight the awesome worm but as he raised his sword to strike he heard a voice soft as the western wind telling him to put up his sword and give three kisses to the worm the voice seemed to him like the voice of his Dear sister, May Margaret. So, Child Wind, remembering how he loved his sister, put his arms around the Laidly Worm and kissed it once. Then he kissed the loathly thing twice and he kissed it yet a third time as he stood with the wet sand at his feet. Then, with a hiss and a roar, the Laidly Worm sank to the sand and in his arms was May Margaret. He wrapped her in his cloak for she trembled in the cold sea air and carried her to Bamborough Castle. The wicked queen, knowing her hour was come, stood 
deserted by her imps and witchwives on the stairs, twisting her hands. Then Child, Wild, Child Wind, looking at her, cried, Woe to you, wicked queen! The curse you put upon my sister shall now come upon you! And as he spoke, the wicked queen began to shrivel, and she shriveled and shriveled into a wrinkled toad that hopped down the castle steps and disappeared. To this day, a loathsome toad is sometimes seen haunting Bombero Castle, and that lately toad is the wicked witch queen. But Childwind and the Princess May Margaret both lived happily ever after. That's the end. What a great story. Watch out, wicked queens. We got your number.